everybody. Mark Abrams here live. Uh, let's go out to the bubble in Los Angeles where I got undefeated welterweight Brian Ceballo, who's taking on Larry Gomez this uh, Thursday night live on the NBC Sports Network on the uh, second edition of the Ring City USA. What's up, Brian? What's up, Mark? How you doing? All, all good here? So we're a couple days away from this uh, great fight with uh, Larry Gomez, 10-1. You're 11-0 with six knockouts, 48 hours or so away. What, what are you thinking? Uh, nothing much. You know the drill, coming in there, coming to win. Um, this will be for the WBO Intercontinental Welterweight title. Um, so it's, it's going to be good. You know, um, Larry, he's coming to win. Um, he has some experience on, on his end. Uh, he also has good punching power, so it should be it should be a really good fight. So, um, what can you tell me about him? I, I you know, we looked down his record. He is he has a win over. Um, he's got a win over uh, Brian Mendoza. who's eighteen zero. He's got a win over two more undefeated opponents. Obviously, he's got the credentials. He's he's got the pedigree against the undefeated fighters. Obviously, you've done your homework. You've scouted. Uh, what are your thoughts on him? No, for sure. That's why. That's why um, they picked him uh, as an opponent for this fight, um, just because it's going to be a great matchup and it's not going to be a walk in the park, as as uh, the saying goes. Um, but we're again, we're coming to win. We're coming with the same mindset. He's coming with the with the same mindset that uh, that he wants to win. He's coming. He's coming strong. He's coming from Utah. You know, elevation, everything. So it's it's gonna it's gonna be good. Uh, you've, uh, really started to impress and started to jump on some radars of some people, uh, great performance against, uh, I guess that, you know, obviously it started with your amateur career, but you know, you, you, you won, you were impressive, but the fight, uh, in Madison square garden about a year and a half ago against, uh, Ayubov, where you really put on a display, kind of beat him at his own game. Uh, has your confidence been raised by that? I, I, I've seen, I've seen your confidence. I think has been raised since that fight. Would that be a fair assessment? Um, I don't. I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily say just because of that fight. Even, even prior to that fight, because um, going into that fight, I was two hundred percent positive, like as opposed to everyone um, that was around me. You know, everyone. In the boxing world, uh, everyone out there, like all 14 and 0, 12 knockouts, you're 8 and 0. Like, you're they're putting you in there to lose, like things like that. And I was the one that was confident. Um, my coach was the one that was confident going in there. That we we both knew that that we were going in there to, to win and to win in a spectacular form. And then since that fight, uh, a win, uh, two more or two stoppage victories over Luis Eduardo Flores, and then a, a stoppage over a, a 16-0 fighter, Ramal Amanoff, uh, back on um, in October of 2019. Uh, obviously, with the pandemic, people have been slowed down and um, haven't been able to get get in the ring. And uh, now you're back at it. It's been about about 14 months now. Uh, do, do, do you have, have any uh, reservations in terms of maybe ring rust or, uh, you know, just being out of the ring for 14 months? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you fine. Yeah. Sorry. It's a bit staticky. Um, so, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people are asking about the ring rust just because um, it's been, 
you know, it's been over over 14 or it's just about to hit 14 months um, uh, from the last time that I fought. But I don't think I have any because I've been in the gym throughout the entire pandemic. I think that's the only thing that has kept me sane. Uh, my coach and I, we we own a gym uh, in the FIDI uh, area in New York. It's called Bout Fight Club. And we've been fortunate enough to to be able to train there, you know, throughout the entire time. Um, and once, I mean, once the fight came up, it was just more so training for, for a specific fight, right? But I've been active. I've definitely been active throughout the entire time. I haven't taken any time off, so there is no no ring rust here. Uh, talk about fighting in this in this unique uh, environment. You, I, I don't know if you watched the first episode of the Ring City USA, but they're fighting in the uh, the parking lot of the Wild Card Gym. That's uh, kind of a unique experience. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely unique. Um, no audience for sure, um, but I fought before with no audience. Um, a lot of people don't know, but when I fought under the Triple G uh, Canelo two on the card. Um, I was one of the first few fights, maybe like the second or third bout, um, which was at like 2 p.m. in the afternoon, um, where pretty much had the entire arena um, and only the judges were there. So (laughs) Um, I I fought under that circumstance before, for sure. Did you watch the the first episode of the Ring City uh, show a couple weeks back? I did. I did, yeah. yeah. Just uh, I hope uh, for your sake you don't get a – with the cars beeping in the background, <laughs> did, did, did you notice that? Um, I did not notice that actually. I, I didn't notice it, but I mean, maybe the car is beeping in the background. It's like them showing support, you know. <laughs> you know, I didn't. I didn't look at it like that. Um, with a win over this guy, and obviously he's a real tough customer. It would be, you know, in my opinion, especially in your last four fights, three like really good wins at. You know, a lot of guys 11 and 0, and you know, hopefully for your sake, 12 and 0 after this fight, they may not have fought three guys like this in their first 12 fights. Uh, do you expect to then be recognized as one of the top prospects, especially in the welterweight division? Um, yeah, you know, I I hope so. We we continue improving um, with every fight, um, and after this fight, for sure, uh, we should be we should be highly ranked. Um, at least in the WBO, in the world, so it, it should be good. And I think I I think we're gonna start going uh, for for some some of the names out there um, that have been in that position that they fought for a world title before, they had one before, you know, or they're on their way to to fighting for one. Um, you know, we we need to start fighting guys like that, like the Amir Khan kind of kind of names, you know. So putting ourselves in the radar, and yeah. that's that's the only way that we get better. So you just gave me some. I need to put a headline when, when I do this video. Maybe I'll put your name with Amir Khan. Say that you uh, you want to fight Amir Khan after this. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the welterweight division in a second because it's a it's a huge weekend for welterweights, as you probably know. We'll get into that and we'll get get your prediction on the big fight. But we'll, we'll want to get a couple more questions about this fight. Okay. Um, Growing up, you know, obviously your amateur accolades, 15-time national champion, five-time New York Golden Gloves champion. The competition, especially in New York, I know from Philadelphia, so I know what that competition, all right. How much did that help you prepare 
you know, to, to fight guys like this so early in your career, you know, being in for even before you got to the national or even world level in terms of your amateur, just getting out of the, the New York circuit is, is tough enough. It is. Um, but one thing for sure is that getting out of the New York circuit, there are so many great fighters in New York that, um, that it molds you to, to once you step out of New York, you know, um, so then you go out into the into the regional stage. Then you go out to the national stage, um, and you start gaining experience with each fight and each event um, and each circumstance. Um, then you start going out into the world. You know, start fighting uh, different different fighters, different boxers. You know, from many different countries, from uh, Cubans to uh, Kazakhs. You know, to Russians. To you know, all all the great great countries and you know, to have experience like that, it's, it's inevitable, you know, and I'm, I'm grateful for that experience. And I think it's helped mold me into the pros, but, um, to really, really fight like a pro, I would have to give that to my coach, Colin Morgan, because he has, he has made me adapt to the pro style, uh, specifically because it's, it's a whole different game. Like the experience helps for sure, but having a coach that um, that has had many world champions is a great asset as well. And what's it like being with him? He's a guy who's, who's uh, trained many, many world champions. And uh, you know, he, he's been around the block a long time uh, in New York. I've known him for, you know, 20 years or so. What's it like to be with such a veteran uh, trainer with a terrific track record? No, it's great. And we actually work well together. He's super calm. I'm super calm. Um, and we click instantly, uh, more than anything. So I think, I think more than anything, that's, that's something that you don't really see in boxing is, is when two people click, um, and you have two people that are great at doing what they do. Um, you know, the, the sky's the limit for them. Um, so we talked about the amateurs. We segue into the pros now, uh, with uh, my favorite management group, Split Team Management, uh, the best Dave, Mc, Dave McWhorter and, and Timmy Van Newhouse, you know, uh, talk about being with them. It's great. You know, I met uh, Dave McWhorter actually at the National Golden Gloves um, back in 2016, I want to say, um, in Salt Lake. And... It was a, it was a great experience. Um, it was a great experience. He was a nice guy right, right from the start, um, and we built a relationship over, over those two years, over, to, um, you know, twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen, um, until we finally signed together. And I met, I met Tim later on, um, in twenty seventeen, um, and you know, we just we started working together. He was a great guy too. Um, and we're we're all the team now. Yeah, I mean it's, it's a great team with Joe Kiambo and Brendan and Ron and the, the, the whole structure of the. Uh, Here with, the, with me, he flew out today actually. Oh, oh, Tim's with you. Uh, Joe, Joe Kiambo. Oh, Joe, oh, Joe. Oh, no, no wonder why he didn't answer his phone. I <laughs> we talk like twenty two times a day. No wonder why he didn't answer his phone. Oh, he's I, he, I, what's he there? He's there. He's there to wrap the tools, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's one of the best to work to work in, uh, on the corner as well. So uh, I I told him when I write, I if I need hand wraps to write, I want him to wrap my hands to to, to write. Uh, yeah. I've heard some so. great great stuff. Uh, so 
then you see uh, your stablemate, Tiafimo Lopez, win the world title. How much, um, how, you know, seeing one of your teammates with Split T, you know, win, win a world championship, how much more motivation and how much more, you know what, I could be next? I mean, that, did that run through your head? Um, not necessarily. Um, I'm happy for Tiafimo Lopez. Uh, he deserves it. He works hard. Um, he put himself through, through this path. Uh, his team uh, helped put him through this path. We were actually together um, at the Olympic Training Center back in 2015, I want to say. Um, so, I mean, I, I know I know Tofimo, Tofimo Lopez. I know he works hard. But for me, I have, I have my own path. Um, and, you know, again, Tofimo has his path. I have my path. So it's not really anything contradicting or, or anything motivating per se. It's just that split T they, they eventually have uh, two world champions. Um, so then we go from split T and you, then you sign with Tom Lofter and 360 promotions. Obviously Tom's uh, record speaks for itself in terms of the Golovkin years. And even before that, his success managing fighters and some of the other fighters he has under the 360 promotion stable. Talk about uh, being, being with a, a real veteran, uh, successful guy in the business like Tom Loeffler. No, it's a, it's amazing. Tom, he's a really nice guy. He's one of the nicest guys. In, Definitely. Especially in this industry. He's a nice guy overall, but especially in this in industry, he stands out um, more than anything. Um, and it's amazing to work with someone like him. He's selective with the talent that he works with. And I like that because I'm selective myself. And so I know how it works. And we work well together. We've started building our relationship since back. Uh, of 2018 and it's growing and it continues to grow our last couple of questions what do you want to say to the fans before we see you this thursday night live on nbc sports net taking on larry gomez in a welterweight fight uh wb i said i think he said wbo international championship fight uh what do you want to say to the fans out there before before we see you no everyone uh please tune in on thursday night it's going going live at 9 p.m. Eastern time um, on NBC Sports. It'll be for the WBO Intercontinental World Intercontinental. title uh, between Larry Gomez and myself. You won't want to miss it. It's going to be a 10-rounder, um, and it's going to be fireworks. And for the fans who want to kind of keep up with you, maybe drop your line on social media, where do we find you? Uh, you can find me across all social media platforms at Brian Sabayo. That's B-R-I-A-N-C-E-B-A-L-L-O. Very simple. No no underscores, no this, no that. Nothing. Very simple guy. Very, as you can tell here, very, very well-spoken and very, uh, you know, a real gentleman that, you know, the times that we've had to interact with. Brian, thank you for a few minutes of your time. We look forward to seeing you on uh, Thursday night. Best of luck and uh, say hello to Keanu for us. Thank you. Will do. <laughs> Thank you very much, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Have a good one. Thank you. Thanks.